0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
1: Good morning. Today we've got an amazing show for you. I'm Jesse Zagorski, uh, broker associate with eXp. This is Agent Power Huddle and We got one of my favorite people in the world of real estate on with us today, someone I've known probably longer than almost anyone else in this industry, because she was one of my very first role play partners that I met when I was like, I don't know, Connie, was I like six years old and you were, you were 12? You were six. I was six. No, I wasn't quite that. But our guest today, guest host is Connie Roller from Salt Lake City. Connie Roller, how are you? I am so
0: good. Happy to be here, Jesse. Yeah. And uh,
1: Connie Connie was a coach for Tom Ferry. She has run her own successful real estate business. She has done lots of things and uh, been lots of places. But I would say, Connie, the topic that you picked for this morning, I was I was looked at it and thought Fizbo's and it says in parentheses in this market. I'm like, OK, I want to know. So obviously yeah. there's still people selling their homes for sale by owner, um, but are they? Is this really a viable source that that uh that people can use and you've used for for listings
0: these days? Yes, it is. And um, so I was out of the business for about five years, and then came back in about a year and a half ago. And as we all know, inventory is just our you know biggest thing we talk about, the hardest thing to find. Well, for some my owners, are out there saying, "I want to sell my house." So I devote some of my time to working with them, and it ended up being really beneficial for me. Helped me get, um, gosh, last year, I got about five listings from it, and then got some other business from it. And I'll show you how to get business, not just from the for sale by owner themselves, but how working with for sale by owners can then, um, you know, snowball into other ways to get business. and. Um and so that's what I like about it, too. I love um, it. Yeah, so basically, I started in the real estate world of Mike Ferry of just pick up the phone, pound them out, call, call, say this. you know, if they don't say exactly what response you want, you hang up, you go on. Um, and that just never worked for me. It just, Um, Number one, I don't like to be talked to that way. And number two, I just felt like we weren't really getting to how we could help them. So, the first thing really to think about when you call a for sale by owner is your mindset. Um, You are here to help them. You're not here to make them wrong, to tell them they're dumb, to scare them, to say, you know, you're going to be in big trouble if this happens and that happens. You know, I just feel like People want to be heard and they want to be helped. And so if you start there, then you'll have a lot better conversation. And really, all real estate is in our prospecting and our working with clients is having better conversations, having conversations that lead you to business and or put another way, lead you to helping them. And that's, that's the big deal. And so, and you're the kind expert, you answer their questions, you help them understand what's going on with the market. And then the other thing I want to say about mindset with for sub by owners is you don't have to work with jerks, period. <laughs> if someone is just so mean, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. And I'll just say, oh, gosh, thanks for telling me that. And seriously, I'm laughing because I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I just laugh. And then I say, have the have a great day. I hope your house sells fast. And number one, they are kind of shocked that you're hanging up and you're not trying to talk them into anything. But if they're like that, you don't need to work with them. There's a lot of nice people out there to work with. So choose the nice people. Um, and i just really have 100% no exception to that rule. and cuz you know everybody knows how stressful this business is, don't make it stressful more stressful on yourself. so the goal when working with for sale by owners is find new business and also create your own inventory. so you really do want to list the for sale by owners that need help that are ready to list. so um You can take control of your business by talking to these people. And if you're new in the business or you're new to an area, talking to for sale by owners can be a really great way to learn an area because you're talking to a wide range of neighborhoods, people, different types of houses. And so you want to um, it, it broadens what your normal group of people is. Um, And so for that, when I came back and needed to relearn pricing and all of that, it really, really helped me to get that. Um, So the type of seller that you want is someone that really does need to sell. So you go through all of the same qualifying questions that like all the other ones teach you, but you do it in a way that's a conversation. So I'm going to share my screen with you right here um hold on let me
1: find the proper screen i love the mind while you're pulling up the screen connie i love the mindset yes. behind which teaching and i love that i mean in case anyone's joining us late th- this is not something that takes hours and hours but it actually turned into five Deals for you in the last year, which is, I mean, that's, yes. it's awesome. It's like, it's a very it's an easy source for anyone to tap into. That's what I like so far.
0: Yes. And so, yeah. And that, and then I got sold some of them on my own, listed their houses. So, how I started, and um, I subscribed to a um, service called uh, Red X, and there's Vulcan, there's all sorts of services like this. Now, Red X is only $85 a month. I mean, that's so cheap. You get one transaction and it pays four years of the service. And so how I start my morning, and I think this is helpful because we can talk all along about how we do it, whatever. But I want to actually show you how I set it up so you can just set it up that way and go along with the the practicalities of it. So I start with my MLS. Here's the utahrealestate.com. And then I start with the FISBOs I've got for InredX. Then I go to my lead dashboard. And then I go to Spokio, which is how we look up numbers. So when I first see a listing, I won't go click through all of them exactly. But I'm going to give you a couple examples of how this works. So over here on the right side, that shows the city. Now, I want to work strategically too. And they give you a big area. So I start with the cities that are closest to where I live, because I don't want to drive further if, if I have than if I have to, right? Um, to get the business, but right now we need business and we need more inventory. So just like in like the recession, we had to expand our areas. You just have to adjust to business conditions, so to get enough business that you want. So um, I, can, I, um, so here's some. One uh, that's in Riverton, it's maybe 20 minutes from my house. Um, I live in Holiday, so if I can go to the ones that are closer to to where I live, I look at those first, and then I look them up their address on the MLS. So this isn't just that speed fast dial. I want to have a conversation with these people. I look up their address to see if it's recently sold. If it has. Then I know how long they've owned it, what work they've done to it. So I can have a little bit different conversation. So one I called, um, I called some old um, for sale by owners the other day. And this is a really good example of how I didn't listen for sale by owner, but I got a transaction from it. Well, we're in process of it. Um, I called um, lady named Carol And she had had her house for sale last summer. And it's spring. A lot of people are thinking about maybe selling their houses again. So I called and I just introduced myself. Hey, this is Connie with Think Utah Real Estate. Gosh, you had your house for sale last year. Um, Did it sell or did you just change your mind? Then I just am quiet. Let them talk. And she says, well, as a matter of fact, we do want to sell it. We have a brother that's been living there. It's been kind of a hard situation. So she's telling me her story. And then my job is to figure out how to help solve it. And she says, he's finally ready to move, but it's kind of rough condition. And I, I just said to her, well, would it be better for you Um if you had someone that could come in and buy it like an investor and you wouldn't have to clean it all up and put it all up for sale. And she was like, you're kidding. You know, people like that. We're all like, "Uh, yeah, they call us every day. So she says that would be great. So I went by the house um, just outside, did a quick evaluation of it called my investor and he said, yes, let's write an offer on it. Um, she had a niece that was just going to maybe throw it on the MLS. So we've written an offer on it and um, they've accepted it. Now we just have to get in and inspect it. And so that's a way for me to find inventory without it necessarily just being the first sell-by owner. Make sense?
1: Totally makes sense. And it's part of that mindset you said of just putting yourself in places where you're having conversations that could result in business, right? It's just in and you you have such an easy way of having those conversations. I, I love that like you don't sound like a high pressure salesperson. You're just that uh, just, just being then, friendly,
0: asking. Yeah, questions. well I, I I'm really truly trying to help them. And I'm also gaining market knowledge. So when I talk to some of them and they said, oh yeah, that sold months ago, then I'll ask them, you know, did you sell it on your own? Did you have an agent help you? Um, Did you list it how to go? Because again, I'm just adding in into my head what's going on out there. That way I can be a better advocate, a better um, advisor for my clients. So um, I put, you know, I had my, I have my leads dashboard here because I had my investor leads here um, called the first one that I usually work with. And he was just, you know, quick, yeah, let's do it. so that was, that's fun. And sometimes you can do those and they go back and forth, but they don't work. But the key is there is my investor knows I'm finding properties off market to give to him. So he's going to be listening to me when I call. Yeah. Then the other. So um, I have just a really fun story of a couple of for sale by owners. I sold last year. Um, one was, um, Typically, you try to find ones that are a little bit, um, you know, realistic in their prices. But i talk to one and and what I try to do with them is I really just want to get inside their house and see the house. Because I want to meet them, number one, see if they're realistic. I want to see the house, see if it has a good chance of selling and the neighborhood and then their price. And so, what I try to do is just go in and take a quick look through. So, I'm not ever answering their objections on the phone. If they ask me, Well, what's your commission? I say, Oh, it is negotiable. It's always negotiable. You know, I'm a businesswoman. Hey, we can, let's just talk it over. Let, let's, when can I come out? We'll see what makes sense. That's a different answer then, well, I only charge 3% or not going to give you a discount or don't go use those those people. Because truly, I am a business person. I am trying to see if listing that house and selling it is profitable for me. If it's profitable, I'm going to do it and and then go to the next one. So if you keep that attitude for um, when people ask you those questions, um, it, it's a whole different conversation then. And then they their guard is down because then they're thinking, okay, we're going to discuss it. I'm not going to just be told what to do. So then also if they um, ask, this is what we all get put off on, right? Well, do you have a buyer? And I'll say, you know what? I don't know yet. But I work with a lot of buyers, but it's, it'll just take me a few minutes to run through your house and and see if I do, if it works for one of mine. And why don't I just come by tomorrow? And then I, I just kind of laugh. I just go, look, I am only going to be there 15 minutes. Not, I'm not I just want to walk through your house. And if, it, if we want to work together, great. Well, um, that would be nice. If not... We'll shake hands and I'll just be on my way. And they believe you because you're not pushing their, you know, you're you're not bullying them. You're not bossing them around. You're trying to solve the problem. And so, um, but and if you if they want to try to get into the real detail of um, well, what is it? I'm not gonna have you come over until then, you can just say that's. Great. I understand. And I use that line all the time. Just I understand. And then I'll say, well, are you having an open house anytime soon? And I'll swing by then. What's convenient for you? And if they're even sort of I keep them in my loop, you know, I keep them in my um, making progress or appointment set um, so that I can go over and, you know, keep them in my my loop here of of people that I really want to list. And I promise some of them list really fast and some of them take time. So you can't have one mindset for all of them. And you just have to keep talking through them. Um, the um, You also want to know all of the basics of where are you going? And I do that from, gosh, what? What's making it? You know, what's causing you to sell this pretty house? You know, if I have looked it up and they've done a lot of work, I said, "You've done a lot of work on this house. Why are you moving?" That's a different co- conversation again than where are you going? How soon do you need to be there? <laughs> you know, all the words we've heard a million times, and then they can tell you things like, "Well, my family, this, my job, that." Again, you are using that to help them. So when you understand what they need, it's easier for you to give that to them. And it's also easier for you to advise them. Um, You just want people to get, you know, to be happy in their lives and get where they need to go, Um, be with you or without you. Of course, you like to help them because, you know, you're really good at helping them get where they go, need to go. But just. If you're open and can have good conversations with them, they hear that, and they're going to also tell you more. I also ask if they've ever sold on their own before, because some people are just expert um, flippers or they're investors. And if they're an investor, I ask them where their other investment properties are. Well, where else do you hold property? So that again, I might know them and and I'll ask them, hey, if I ever come across a good duplex, would you like me to call you? Go in my my database for duplexes. Um, and And so basically I just look at it as I'm planting seeds, I'm learning the market, I'm talking to a lot of people. And then after I talk to them on the phone that day, I always send them a note with my card. And I, I'll usually just put, you know, thanks for being kind to me on the phone because they laugh because sometimes you'll talk to them and they'll be like wanting to swear at agents all day long because I had one and she said, you're the 75th agent that's called me. And I just said, thanks for still answering because, <laughs> you know, what is that is nice that you still answer your phone and not throwing people under the bus. So I sent them a card. And then I put him in my follow-up and then I just keep asking him. I keep calling. Have you sold it yet? I got a text last night, like at 10 o'clock from a guy still haven't sold it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, I'll swing by his place and talk to him. Cause you just want to be there when they are ready. Um, so question about that, Connie, what? can I ask you a question about that? Uh-huh.
1: So, so- so many places in this market sell so quickly. What is causing some of these, do you think, to to not sell fast or these for sale by owners? Is it that they're, um, are they overpriced? Do they just not get communicated correctly? What, what do you think is going on in these cases?
0: I think it's both. So last year I listed a place um, and it was, they had it priced really wrong, but I went and saw it anyway, because it was like a perfect house. And so it ends up she and I just hit it off, but they had their house like 150 overpriced. And it just, but I went and saw it and she and I talked. And then I just said, Yeah, you know, your house is too much money. And she goes, Oh, I know. My husband just wanted to throw it out there. Ends up, um, She kept it that higher price, but then I had an appointment with them and I actually listed it 150 less because they were truly one of those just kind of throwing it out there. But it actually she really did want to go. She really wanted to move. So we put it at the right price and it took about three weeks to sell. You know, people are calling what's wrong with the house still for sale. <laughs> anyway, but I ended up selling that on a on a sign call. They listed their house with me and then um, I found the first people a house to buy. And so that's part of it, but you can, depending on the house, you can overcome that. Some of them sell just really fast. There's nothing you can do. They're prime property, price right, they're just gone. So you have to talk to more people than you might have needed to otherwise. But then there's some that get tired of the phone calls. So they'll put, they'll have it on Zillow. they'll, And then also they'll just put it off market. They're really not off market. They're just off realtor phone calls. So, <laughs> I, 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 so I love it.
1: <laughs> and, and, but I love that you're actually coming from service and it, your goal, I mean, some be, your goal is not to drive them nuts. Your goal is to solve problems. And that, you answered one of the questions I was going to ask, which was, so if, you, if they ask you, do you have a buyer? You say, I just want to look at it for 15 minutes. Like my question was, what did you do when you get there? You're not going to do a full listing appointment, but you answered it. You're just going and you're just connecting and asking questions and you're just learning what you need to learn, but also building that relationship. Correct.
0: Exactly. And most of those, I I would say like, well, probably 70% of them I get in. I can list, you know, you don't get into as many, but you know, but I try. And um, and it's just part of what your business is. It's not like you base your whole business. Hopefully everybody's learned you have to have a diversified business. But what I like about for Sell by Owners is it diversifies within itself, diversifies with Um, product for my investors, product for, um, you know, me to know about market knowledge. It just adds a lot of things besides just trying to get the listing. And they really do need help. When I go back through, if I haven't called for a week for some reason, and I go back through, there's a lot that have listed um, and they do list. I still think about um, 60% of them list and so it's higher than you think i think sometimes we tell ourselves they're not going to list um, and then another just thing to caution everybody on don't pretend you have a buyer if you don't um, it's just so out of integrity and they know it so the lady oh she's so cute. denise she said some agent brought over their friend and pretended they were a seller or uh, uh, buyer and she said I don't know why they couldn't tell that that I could see right through it. And it made, she's like a really Zen girl. She's like, it really made me mad that they thought that was so, she just thought it was really disrespectful. So just don't do any of that stuff. You don't need to, you know, just be who you are, show up, and you're going to find your people that you want to work with. And um, you're going to find some people that you don't. And and it's okay. But the key is you've got to be getting out, seeing houses. And what other houses are you seeing that aren't already listed with an agent? You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you're seeing more things than I do, but um, it just, it just is a really simple way to go about it. And um, it's, I don't know. it, It just, when I just buzz through it, it takes a couple hours a day and even if it gave you one transaction a year, it'd be worth it. And I just feel like that's the, um, the, the best way just to go about, you know, just trying to build your business, trying to get in front of more people. And also you'll find some in your neighborhoods, you know, you'll find some of your friends perhaps.
1: <laughs> and, 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 have, and how about, because there's no one right strategy for anyone. How about, uh, what I like about it is what's the budget for something like this? What's, what's your cost for something like this?
0: $85 a month. Okay. Right. Because like, <laughs>
1: like, if you're an experienced agent and you like, and you're just looking to add another source and you have some time, great. If you're a newer agent, because we have a lot of newer agents that listen to this. Yeah. People are always asking, what's the best thing to do if you have no budget? This is a great thing to do with basically is 85 a month I consider it's a budget. I
0: mean you can never find a return on investment like the for sell by owners ever. I mean, maybe you can count your note cards, but what else it does is it helps you have more conversations. and the more conversations you have, the better you get at having conversations, asking questions and Jesse knows me very well and my ability to talk. So when <laughs> when I'm on the phone, when I was first learning this, I seriously, I would ask, so where are you moving to? Hand over my mouth so that I would just listen and just dial it down, listen. Because they're not used to agents listening to them. They're used to agents like spouting at them and telling them what to do and I'm so cool and of course you should pay me and blah. Anyway... definitely want to come from the contribution.
1: I I think that's really important. I say we we have a few minutes left and that's what I was going to ask you, Connie, was clearly you've done this for a long time. You develop these skills for someone who is just starting out right now or earlier on in their career, looking to develop these skills. What would you say they should do?
0: Well, I would say have the list and I can give you um, a couple of the things I keep in front of me every day. So now I've been calling like this for over 20 years and I still keep a list of phrases in front of me. And um, Jesse's familiar with all of these, you know. Um, So what would that do for you? What would this, you know, I keep phrases and the questions I want answered. So I wanna know where they're going. I wanna know why they're going. I wanna know when they're going. I want to still get all those answers, I just don't need them in the exact order and in the control way that some people get taught about for selling owners, but I still want them. So I keep those in front of me every time I call. And then I also keep the list of phrases in front of me to help me do segue to get back on track, to sound more professional, um, to help me breathe a little bit. Because when you're first starting, it's it's intense and people can come at you intensely so the more you have those, I just really think having those and I'm happy to give those to Jesse to post. Um, they're very helpful.
1: We'll post them in the group and um, I'll let people know how to find you in a minute. But uh, last question, we, you were one of my very first role play partners in this industry, Connie, years ago. And so we went through this entire show without talking about role play at all. I don't know if you still role play. If, it was, if you want to let people know, like, was, it part, was role play helpful for you to learn some of these skills? Where did it fit into your world?
0: Yes, role-playing was very helpful because the thing is, when you role-play, you can do it with someone that's friendly and I'm happy to role-play with anybody who wants to get started, thrilled to do it because um, you need to be able to get the words out ahead of time before you get someone on the phone. And I also just dial the phone myself. I don't do the speed dial because I find it keeps me more zen and because if I get off the off the rails, it's not good, but definitely role play five minutes. So if you spend like even an hour calling for sell by owners, um, you know, that's just not that much time. And you're going to all your skills are going to improve. And your role playing is, is, is fun, make it fun, but figure it out, learn how to say it your way.
1: So I, I love it. Time. All right, Connie, we uh, and, and Connie, I am grateful, by the way, to be business partners with you. Connie is one of our business partners at HP. I'm so grateful to find like after all these years of being friends. Um, so, wh- how can people find you? How do people connect with you? What's the best way for them to get a hold I'm of you? I'm in Connie?
0: Salt Lake City and um, I'm just Connie Roller at Gmail. And then I'll put my, my phone number is 801 979 8795. Easy to find. Love it. And love I'm it, happy to help you, really. Let me help you. It's fun. You can we can make it fun. Yeah.
1: Guys, they, Connie, this is great. I, I just there's so there's no wrong way to generate business in real estate. And I love that there's uh there's you just gotta find what works for you. And you you yeah. see
0: Jesse.
1: I love it. Good to see you this morning, Thanks,
0: Connie. Bye. Bye everybody.
1: See you guys tomorrow.